0: Guy. Hello and welcome once again to another episode of the Sly Guy Podcast with me, Dave Elliott. Once again, this episode is being recorded from within the confines of my lockdown bunker, aka my dining room in my house. Nothing exciting. The lockdown bunker sounds very um it sounds very ornate, it sounds very planned out, it sounds very much like I may be some kind of like coronavirus denier type guy which guess what I'm not I'm just a guy like would like to be back to normal again none of these like conspiracy dudes or anything like that I'm just a fella who would like to be back to normal again you know but by saying lockdown bunker it's a bit more exciting because I know people want to see me in the studio listen I want to be in the studio I had said because this is production it's a, a proper job we should be in the studio doing it. But again, producer Snake Rap Ben said He didn't want to do it. You know, he said he was uncomfortable. I am uncomfortable doing it. And I just was like, oh whoa. And I I mean I should have cut his money then and there. I should have said, nah, if you're uncomfortable, you're not getting paid, Papa. But you know what? I'm a fair trade employer and I've and I've just paid him. And if he does not produce the shit out of what I send him here the guy the guy's in trouble especially at christmas that would be very me we'd be waiting till the the up run to christmas that's not a phrase but i'm saying the, the up to christmas and then to be like you're fired and he'd be like oh but i already live in the streets and i'd be like well that's not my problem you should have brought yourself to the studio you should have brought yourself to the stu- studio and recorded my podcast because that's your job but um Alas, listen, I respect that, you know, I respect that, and it's fine, so I'm here with, for you guys, less of an energy, you know, I'm here, because I'm in my own house, I'm more chilling, you know, because if I was in the studio, I would have to be a bit more professional, but I'm in my house, I'm wearing my comfies, you know, I'm, I'm shooting heroin, I'm just, just doing me, you know, I'm drinking heavily, I'm shooting drugs, and I'm in my own house, so it's all gravy, and that's what's going on. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. Um, Yeah, it's getting closer to Christmas. I'm buzzing for that. I can't wait to get back in the studio and hopefully back to normal again. There was news this week, of course, that the vaccine for COVID is being rolled out. As soon as I can get it, stick it into me. You know, like like, like as if I'm going to a party in the pipeworks. Just as soon as it's available, get it into me. That is my motto. I, I would just want to take the vaccine. I take other vaccines. I'm not an anti-vax person. I think that those guys are are maybe not too well in the bonds department. I just think like people are like, oh, it's dangerous. The government want it. They don't. The government. The the government already have you tracked. Newsflash, you know, you're already fucked. If they, you know, the track even further. I, I don't even know. I mean, I think Bill Gates would much rather just kick back and chill with his family. You now he's worked hard enough in his life. That's what I'd be all about if I was him. I'd just be like, listen, I'm just going to go for a wee walk on the beach here, walk my dog, and, you know, maybe just roll a big fat blunt and just chill out of an afternoon. I've done enough in this world. But no, he's out there. He's trying to... The damn bastard's trying to cure this bloody coronavirus. That hateful bastard's trying to deal with... uh Issues of Ebola and SARS across the world as well. He's just, he's trying to help bastard. That bastard Bill Gates. The Kermit sounding fuck is out trying to help people. And he's out, you know, if I was Bill Gates, I'd be saying, listen, I've got enough dough here. I'm just going to kick back, walk a dog, a few doobies, maybe play a wee bit of Super Nintendo Mario Kart from time to time. Just just while out, chill out, you know what I mean? But listen, I've done all I have to do. Like, it's how I feel now. You know, I've got a um, a couple of young kids, and I'm like, you know, I can wait till the day, so I'm old and the while out, and if I fancy, you know, if I if I, if I made even uh, a, like a, a thousandth and millionth of the amount of money that um, Bill Gates has, you know, would I fuck be helping anybody? I'd be like, listen, Davey, could you go down to the food, but nope, I'm chilling, I'm retired, I'm doing nothing, I'm a grumpy old man, I'm doing fuck all, you just can deal with it yourselves. Dave, there's this... um. There's a special uh, event we're doing, a sponsored walk for children with um, with no limbs. And I'd be like, hey, guess what? You can take my limb and suck it because I'm not doing it. I'm chilling, I'm old, I'm retired. I've done my time and the rest of you can suck my balls and dick. And they're like, do you mean you're trying to say you're telling children with no limbs to suck your balls and dick? And I'd be like, hey, in a roundabout way, once Davey's retired i'm done you know that's gonna be me there's gonna be no comebacks I'm not gonna be like conor mcgregor because out and he's like the my name is conor mcgregor and i am retiring from the fighting game and then you're like okay and then people go oh conor's gone what a sad day two weeks later he's like i have decided that i am no longer retired from the fighting game i want to fight for my waiters you know none of that shit i'll be like i'm i'm done i'm literally done And stop bothering me. You know, I would be like uh, Jack Nicholson's character in About Schmidt. I'd just be a miserable old fuck. And you know what? I'd be happy with it. I would enjoy it. I would lean into it. I'd be like, this is me. You know, would you come out of retirement? No. Would you come out of retirement to see if the animals? And then I go, hmm, you know what? I I wouldn't come out of retirement to help children with no limbs. No. But to help animals? What type of animals? Cats? Nah dogs dogs or I could eat meatball marinaras on my balcony no red pandas I'll do I'll I'll, put my, I'll do a zoom alright you know that would be about it about red pandas would be about the only thing that would get me any interest yeah there's Bill Gates all the money in the world out helping people and people are like he wants to track you like, he's a fuck he's no old dude he's has there's other shit to do you know, he's other shit to do. Like, he has to apply for the Sun Life pension plan and get himself one of those sweet Parker pens for one. You know what I mean? The last thing he's want to do is to try and find out what flipping Jodie Lee and the fucking shankles up to you. <laughs> fuck? You know, he's probably like, yeah, fucking spike a load of these injections take out half of these wankers I'm fucking do my loaf. <laughs> That'd be me as hell. I'd be like, you know what, people just of this. And then they'd be like, Dave, you, you're trying to pioneer a vaccine? I'd be like, Yeah, sure. And i would be like, what are your what are your qualifications? I'd be like, hey, I got D in single word science, so I mean, I'm just here for the ride. I'm just here for the banter. <laughs> you know, just take a bit of food a bit of food colouring, some vinegar, maybe an egg white fucking wagon India, up a hoods, yeah, it'd be me. But uh yeah, the vaccine's there. I just think people should take it. I think this is like a whole new phenomenon, people being anti any sort of vaccination, but listen better off than dying of covid isn't it you know take, you take flu jabs you know you take bcgs whatever the fuck that is all i know a bcg does is just dig a big hole in your arm make a bastard crater in, in your arm other than that who knows but at least you're not part of the, the cool guy in school and you have got a bcg score so i mean i went for it you know um and I think, you know, that, that, that's it. I just take stuff and I mean, I feel better for it. You know, I've had the flu before. It sucked. I thought I had the flu last week. It very much sucked. I actually thought I had COVID last week, which really also sucked. You know, again, I had a lot of symptoms. I'm just going, there's no way this is not COVID. That damn bastard COVID has got me. It's finally got its filthy rotten paws into me and shit. And I wasn't more annoyed for the fact that I was going to be sick but I was more annoyed by the fact that I was going to miss going to the Galgorm on Monday but as but as it stands we're still there we're still going to the Galgorm Monday and I am very very excited relaxing no kids some booze some dinner some bathing maybe, just, that sounds creepy, bathing maybe, like in, in swim pools, I'll I'm not, I'm not be getting a But I mean, unless that's a service that they offer, then maybe I would avail of that, but I'm just going to be relaxing, chilling out, just me, my wife, no kids, for a day and a night, and I can't wait, and I thought, if I had somehow contracted coronavirus, and I'd taken that away from us, I, I couldn't get over it, I was like, looking out the window, just like, thinking... Life is ruined. I've ruined Christmas. I've ruined her life. I've ruined my life. And then the the prize for getting COVID is two weeks in the house with the two kids. No babysitting availabilities. No, no nursery school. No playgroup. Just us in the house with the kids. No parks. No beaches. Nothing. Just let them run about or get fresh air. Nah, just me, them, my wife and Bing Bonny. For two weeks, and that was potentially the worst thought ever. Thankfully, the the human Wolverine regenerated and better. It wasn't COVID. It's fine. I'm starting to think, you know, what I did have it, and I just I just cured it in a day. Like Trump did it. It was good enough for Trump to heal. It's good enough for me because me and Trump are very similar guys in many respects. Both, you know, revered by our peers. Both, um, to be fair, similar physiques. You know, both big fat guys and you know both definitely punching in the wife department that's for sure and you know both very wealthy so i mean all in all me and the trumpmeister are are good guys but thank god for for the fact that i'm cured i don't have to miss that and um, that's good again i'm a little bit afraid that things may um be impacted anyway i was supposed to be doing stand-up this this friday at the limelight which I was very excited about I Had some new material i wanted to talk about um and um, along the topic of me being a feminist now which i know a lot of you podcast listeners are aware of you know i'm a feminist guy but i haven't spoken about that on stage yet and i feel like i was excited to do so unfortunately that's bespo- well, cancelled fully so um That's unfortunate, you know, again, one door closes, they always say another door opens, otherwise you're just kept as a prisoner, that's the old famous saying, I think, by Confucius, the Chinese um, bastard, (laughs) Confucius the Chinese prophet, I mean, I don't know him personally, he may well have been a bastard, he's very, um, you know, cocksure of himself anyway, Confucius, so maybe indeed he was. He was a bastard, but he was a Chinese prophet anyway. I think um, he said, you know, yeah, one door closes and another one opens or you're being kept in a prison, so fucking suck it up, Captain. But, um, yeah, so hopefully some other news we heard today is that the Boneyard might have a gig available, and because it's outdoors, that would be very sexy. So I'm hoping to still be able to flex the old stand-up muscle um, before the, the end of the year, which maybe takes me to, I think, five gigs this year, which is you know, something, again, now with hindsight, I wish I hadn't taken a little break at the start of the year, just to chill out, because now, hey, it's been, it's been prolonged, but look, you know, it is, it is what it is, we find ways to get by, and and I mean, you know, I think if you dwell on stuff you cannot do, it makes you sad, so look to the bright side, we can't have gigs, so what else can we do, this, the podcast, there we go, that's what people want, you know, I've put a lot of effort into the podcast over, over the lockdown, and hey, we're reaping the rewards, people, there's, better content more regular podcasts the patreon's popping pop 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 you know if you're not already a patreon get yourselves over there it's pop popping i did the episode during the weekend there and i got really cross i think during it i think i got real animated real cross and just started being a real slabber so i mean i'm all for people getting over to patreon to check that out again once this um second lockdown has lifted myself and and the snake rat, I mean, snake by name, rat by nature, producer Ben, we're going to do some more content, I'm coming up with some great ideas for it, I just need to try and find some time to fit these in, but I, I'm, I'm feeling very good about what's going to be happening on Patreon, and if you're not already a member, get over there, I'm actually going to um, do a wee bit of a, a giveaway, if you will, just on this podcast, later when it comes to the sponsors, so... Um, we'll, we'll do another giveaway on Patreon as well, so if you're, you're looking some Sly Eye merch, get on over there, hear all about it, um, but other than that, yeah, I've just been chilling, it was my daughter's third birthday today, which is mental, because it feels like to me she's only a baby still, yet, she's three, um, she's able to, I mean, like, I mean, it's not a big deal, it's like, oh my god, she's what age, like 19 flat, no, she's three, but, um, that is a big deal, you know, because it's the first birthday she's had where she was fully able to comprehend what was going on. And it was really sweet, you know, it was really sweet to see her be able to appreciate all the presents that she got, you know, um, and see that people actually, you know, love her. And it was just really sweet. I mean, there's nothing funny to say there about um, a three year old, you know, it's just, it was just nice. And I was emotional a wee bit today because I'm like, fuck. There's my wee baby, a All i say, all grown up. See you later. Go, you're on your own now. No, and it was just, it was just weird. You know, it was a bit, it was weird, but it was nice. And she's gone to bed now. And then my other one, who's wee bollocks, is just up shouting now. I'm hoping I'm not picking up her screaming on this uh, on this headset because that would be real embarrassing if this was the actual. Weekly podcast. that went out and people are like, "Are you is your child?" Just and I'd be like, "Yeah, my wife is actually in bed upstairs, and I just left the the ten week old or eleven week old, whatever she is, just by herself, and you know for a full for like forty five minute to an hour episode, whatever. And um, that would be very sly on my part, but um, but yeah, it was nice. Just had um, the grandparents around to see her, and that was it. Because obviously, lockdown, you can't really have more than two households, and they're the only two households that we really see, I mean, that's sad, isn't it, they're the only two households that we see, I mean, I know other people are just flaunting the rules, do whatever the fuck they want, but, you know, I'm I'm trying to stick to it as best I can, especially after getting sick last week, I'm acutely aware that I do not want ever to be stuck in a house for two weeks with my family, so I definitely don't want to get sick with COVID, but yeah, it was nice, did that, had a little bit of cake, you know, did a bit of play doh with with her and a bit of painting. You know, it was it's kind of cool. Like you know, it's fun. Um, but back to back to normal end tomorrow and the ramp up to Christmas, which means I'm one day closer to getting that Christmas ham. Which oh, it's making me so excited. I just hope some pubs can be open that I can do like you know, go and see a few mates at a see once a year and just have a beer with them and a chat. You know, that would be ideal. Like if one of my best mates lives in London, and he's a, like he's a great guy, but he's a he's an old guy in his own respects as well. He just goes out there, works by himself. You know, you hear from him when you hear from him, but anytime you do, it's always great. But it's like you don't worry about seeing him or not seeing him. You ever have friends like that that you're like, well, oh, they haven't spoken to me, in a while it's a problem, falling night. See, no, I'm like, I have to see my friends when to see them. We're sweet. You know what I mean? Some of my friends, in fact, I'm like, you know, I could give or take them. You know, when you see them, it's good fun. But then you're like, fuck, they are dramatic, or you their wives are pricks, you know, no offence, but, you know, some of them are like, oh no, I could be fucked with you, you know, but I'm sure everyone thinks that to an extent, so, I mean, I just hope it's a bit more normal, I'll get a few more pints out for Christmas, all good. But before I pass on my kids, actually there was one thing I wanted to talk about, I think I'm speaking directly to baby fashion designers. Um, and I don't mean fashion designers who are babies, because you hate to use your shit. Um, I mean people who design gear for babies. I just wanted to say the babies are babies. You know, I woke up in the middle of the night to feed my baby, had to change her nappy. And it was like solving one of Dan Brown's riddles, trying to get to her vest to change her nappy. It was like... Buttons here, buttons there. How does that button go there? I need to fucking speak to a monk to know how to undo this button. What the fuck is going on there? Here, this button's under the armpit. Oh, so there must be another button on the other. No, there's not. It's not uniform. It's not symmetrical. It's fucking bullshit. So I'm trying to do that, could do it. She's screaming, wakes the other kid. Nightmare. So guys, if you're listening, baby fashion designers, please just be aware of one thing. Babies. ...or babies, they're not Victorian children... ...and they're not French aristocrats... ...so stop fucking dressing them... ...like little Victorian children... ...who are dressed like little miniature adults... ...it's fucking creepy... ...they don't need to dress like their Mary Antoinette They're ...fuck that, just stick them in an overhead vest... ...one button, bingo... ...because I don't need a crying baby... ...in the middle of the night while I'm covered in shit... ...and then end up crying myself... ...hence this podcast is weird... ...so there you have it guys, alright... That's where we're at on that. Let me see what we're at. I don't even know what I'm like for time. See, this is a problem without having the snake rat. If you have a snake rat, he's able to go, in his wee weird voice, you've done 10 minutes, Dave. I'll be like, okay, and in my head I'll be going, you fucking useless bastard. Tell me I've done 10 minutes watching a fucking football match on your phone while I'm here entertaining the millions, the fraction of the millions. You know, I joke and I miss him. Um... But yeah, anyhow, I said about Patreon, yeah, so if you haven't already subscribed to Patreon, it's popping over there. Get on over to Patreon, Dave Elliott, Sly Eye Podcast, or whatever the fuck it is, you'll find it. Um, You get an extra podcast every week, which is more often than not, I find, more entertaining than the actual podcast. So if you like this podcast and you want to hear me rant a bit more and, you know, be a bit more truthful about stuff, you know, check check that out. Not that I'm, I'm a deceiver here i just sometimes you know people ask me questions more to the point questions about people and i bitch about them it's great so if you want to hear that go over to there and you also get this podcast a day early as well video and and audio so if you're if you're keen and you want to see other bits do that there's going to be some new clips coming out some more stand-up coming out over there some more tasters possibly as well put a taster of something i've submitted um to be pitched at the minute so that's over there check that out and of course again i'll send nudes if you ask if you just message me on patreon and say listen i'm looking a nude I, i'll say okay what particular part do you want and, and I'll, I'll send it you know it's fine and it's all for under a five or a month i mean what a deal not to mention you're supporting ben trying to get a roof over his head you know so That's very important as well. Speaking of that, if you haven't already read and reviewed the podcast, you can do that as well on Apple Podcasts. It really helps get the podcast up the charts. And if we could get it up there, you know, that would be amazing. Because I put a lot of effort into this as I sit here in my gym jams, in my dining room, in the middle of a lockdown. But, you know, I do. And we'll be back in the studio next week. We'll be back in the sugary coffee. I'll be pumped and ready to give you something special. Um... But yeah, of course, the the podcast is brought to you by our faithful trio of sponsors. You've got the three wise men who came to Jesus and offered him really over-the-top gifts that a baby doesn't need gold, frankincense, and... Like, what is a baby going to do with that shit? Turn up, give it some Rusks, give it some, some organic teddy milk, and give it a muslin sheet, and then, then he'll go much appreciated bros because again it's Jesus I'm sure he can probably speak. You know, but these are the three wise men as sponsors. Sponsor number one is of course Bebe Adrianos Mexicanos which is the number one Mexican establishment in Northern Ireland, in my opinion. It's providing good quality food using only the freshest local produce. Everything's prepared and cooked from scratch on the premises with burritos, fajitas, salad bowls, special box meals. There is something for everybody. All healthy and all delicious. Also, what we're really pushing is the Dirty Cock and Cow box. Wow, I had that last week and it was amazing. What we're talking about is nice seasoned I think seasoned steak it was, like seasoned marinated steak, there's Mexican chicken, fries, sweet potato fries, peppers, onions, dressed lettuce, sweet corn salsa, tomato salsa, and a choice of your sauce, and I went for the sweet smoked paprika, and it was fucking bang on, delicious. 10 out of 10 would recommend a few of you slyhards have actually been to bebe Adriano since then and you have tried the dirty cock and cow box and hey you have loved it and hey it's winter as well not only is it winter you bastards it's christmas and as with that in mind bebe adrianos are up in their game and delivering you a christmas app rap which is only available on the app hey what a rhyme and uh, this is turkey ham and chipolata sausages crispy chicken sweet potato fries lettuce and cranberry mayo served in a 12 inch wrap what else is better to shove in your mouth than a festive meaty 12 inches i don't know i mean that's what i want to unwrap on christmas day for sure not to mention that if you think my review is good enough Bebe Adrianos is up for two awards in January. They're up for Northern Ireland's Best Mexican Establishment at the Northern Ireland Food Awards and Best Healthy Takeaway at the Northern Ireland Takeaway Awards. So I mean, I'm giving them good reviews. The Slyhards are giving them good reviews. The actual critics are giving them good reviews. So if you haven't already tried Bebe Adrianos, what are you waiting for? Get their app um, from the app store that you use on your phone to get 10% off your first order, it's that easy, or if you want to be personable, like me, you want to ring them, get them at 28 that's 28 Austin, don't know why I did Triple H there, but that's just where I feel, I was feeling, listen, we know baby Adrianos is providing a Christmas treat, but you know what you need for a Christmas treat? manscaped you're looking something to fill your stockings with this holiday season look no farther farther further just look no further than our sponsors manscaped they have the tools to make you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition because it shaves your pubes and makes your fucking trunk look bigger um Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below the waist grooming and hygiene products. What I'm going to say is listen, I said earlier, I'm going away next Monday with my wife to the Galgorm. For those of you that listen abroad, I know there's not a load of people that listen to Northern Ireland alone. This is is a global podcast. We got listeners in Kuala Lumpur, for fuck's sake, right? And for fuck's sake. So we're going away to Galgorm. It's a nice fancy spa hotel, it's going to be very sexy. You can be sure that before I go to the Galgorm, I'll be manscaped up to true, pure, Blind, unadulterated and blue fuck. I will be shaved from head to toe. I will look like I'm Egyptian pharaoh ready to enter the afterlife but hopefully nobody will have shoved a fucking hook up my nose and hooked my brains out through my nostrils, alright? But that being said, there's not going to be a hair on my body. I'll even have a toupee on and I'll have tattooed my eyebrows on but that doesn't matter. The rest of me is going to be smooth as a motherfucker so I can get my hole, you know what I'm saying, and that's what makes you tasty, is a shaved body, and listen, I've said it in this podcast before, Manscaped can be used by women too, I'm going to manscape my woman, before we go to the Galgorm as well, shave, shave, bingo, because Manscaped, it shaves all body types, it shaves everyone, Manscaped is like the United Nations, it's for everybody, you know, get in there, get shaved, get your body really bald, get it really sexy, get it really streamlined, and just start fucking this festive season. Fuck everybody, you know what I mean? Not like in a in a sly way, not like oh fuck everyone, but just shag everybody. You know what I mean? All providing you're 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 welcome to do so, or you're giving consent. I'm not saying force yourself in anyone because that's a total niche niche and against everything that we stand for. But get consent and get shagging because that's what we're all about when we shave ourselves. But the products that Manscaped have are prime stock and fillers. You have got the pro- crop preserver, ball deodorant. It speaks for itself. Have you got pongy balls? Not me. Mine smell like heaven. They've got the Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner. Are your balls looking all saggy and wrinkly? Mine aren't. My balls look like Pete Burns' face, and that is incredible. There's Crop Cleanser, which is a body wash, which can, you can use in your hair or your body, but when you've used the Lawn point 3.0, you ain't going to have a hair on your body. You've got the Crop Mop Ball Wipes, because you never need to know whenever you're going to... Just need to utilize those, those dirty ball wipes to get those balls wiped and fresh you never know when you're going to need your balls you get a foot duster foot deodorant that keeps the stinkiest the feet smelling fresh the shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit you get the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmers which just look after old dudes like me i look up my nose whenever i'm cleaning my teeth in the morning i'm like oh it looks like it's boogies up there nah it's gray hair Fuck, i'm old but it's amazing because it uses skin safe technology, doesn't nick, doesn't snag. It's amazing. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the ultimate trimmer that offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin safe technology. This helps reduce grooming accidents. You don't snag your bag, you don't nip your pips, you don't rip your ball sack in half. And guys, if you're looking to not tear your ball bag apart and you're looking for your sack and balls and tainted and asshole to smell amazing, or if you want your VAG, the smell delicious. Like, I mean, I don't know if there's there, there's a vag that smells incredible out there, but if you want an in, incredible smell and vag, get this, shave it up, whack some of these products on, I get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code, code SLYGUY. That's all caps, SLYGUY. Whether it's for your partner, your dad, your brother, your friend, your mother, your cousin, you know, even if it's for, I don't know, just some dude that lives, in a bush in your garden, and he needs to trim his pubes because he's stanking up the joint. Get them some Manscaped products, they will enjoy it, and it'll be a laugh as well, you know. So that's it 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code Sly Guy, all in capitals. It's the ballsiest gift ever this Christmas. And not to mention that, if you use um the Sly Guy code on Manscaped, let me know, message me, tell me you've used the code, and you'll go into a little raffle with. The potential to win a special bespoke Sly Guy podcast t-shirt. And that's going to be a free giveaway on me. Would you like a mug in there as well? I'll mug you off too. I'll give you a free t-shirt and I'll salt your mum. Alright, but that's what you're going to get if you use the code SlyGuyManscape.com. Let me know if you use that and I'll put you into the mix. Sly Guy podcast is always brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest or a independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers brewed and canned in hollywood county down modest or on a journey with one clear goal in mind to bring exceptional brews to the local craft beer market they're not here to revolutionize the craft beer movement nah just to add to it with a product that is joyous Honest and modest. If you're keen to know more, contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Modest Beer, or visit their website at www.modestbeer.co.uk to find your nearest stockist. And hey, what a stocking filler that would be as well, Modest Beer. They're delicious. They're nutritious. Probably not nutritious, but they definitely are delicious. And I mean, it's a great product. It's going to be sold out. It's always selling out fast. Modest Beer. So find your local suppliers, get some in for Christmas. Introduce people to Modest Beer. I know a lot of the podcast listeners who drank the beer have actually personally come back to me and said, Dave, thank you for recommending this beer to me. And I said, listen, don't thank me. Just pay me. You know, don't thank me, pay me. So if if that's you want to say thanks and fuck that, PayPal me some dough, all right? For these recommendations you're getting for free, you fuckers, all right? Get on it. Enjoy the sponsors. I genuinely believe in all the sponsors. I wouldn't have them on this if I didn't. And by the way, this isn't a sponsor. This is a Contigo flask. I am I want Contigo to sponsor this podcast. So guys, you know, I I Contigo if you listen, holler at your boy, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Right, okay, let's get into listeners' questions before um it's too late. Ross Noble, not the Ross Noble, just our Ross Noble, which isn't as exciting, unfortunately. Hi Dave. What do you consider to be the ultimate Christmas movie? also have you heard Corey Taylor's Christmas song Merry Fucking Christmas I mean I don't know if the song's called Merry Fucking Christmas or Ross is telling me um is telling me that um to have a merry fucking Christmas let me just go on and see um on the old on the old apple music it's something that I don't feel entirely uh sure on yet, you know, because I'm like, am I paying for that, or am I not? But then again, there was a period where I was just paying 99p for all the songs I want, and I have like thousands of songs on there, so financially, not very viable. Corey Taylor, Merry fucking Christmas, let's have a look, no results. Ross, you've mugged me off, I'll search that afterwards, but for me, what is the ultimate Christmas movie? Mm. I mean, my favourite Christmas movie that I watch every year without fail because I love it is Home Alone. It's just a great film, everything about it. It's the perfect comedy, it's hilarious, it's also heartwarming. But once you get around the fact that the family are severely abusive, the second one's a major problem. They've done it twice. Once bad enough, twice, you know, get get phone to PSNI. You know, even though they'll be like, what do you want us to do in America? I'll be like, listen, figure it out. Report them, figure it out, get them arrested, get them in MacGabre, fuck you, the McAllisters. Um, but yeah, but in terms of actually the ultimate, It's a Wonderful Life is, is, a, is an absolute classic. Also would make you so sad, so that's why I don't always watch it at Christmas. Um, Jingle All The Way is pretty good, just because it's about Christmas and presents and fuck you. Um, and any others. I watched The Christmas Chronicles the other week, it was pretty good. Um, Elf I enjoy as well. Uh, I watched the ma- the movie that made us Christmas special there, and Elf was on it. And it was a very enjoyable watch. Um, from somebody that's trying to create stuff that'll be on television at some point, it's really interesting to see the process on, on that show as well, to, as to how long projects take to be actually made. So I mean, it's like a wee bit of a of an inspirational thing, but then also you look at it and go. Oh fuck's sake! It's gonna take me like thirty years to get in that bastard box. Like, but enjoy Elf thoroughly and the movies that make us great show on Netflix. So I mean, I'm gonna say for me, the ultimate Christmas movie is Home Alone. But overall, I'll, I'll settle on it's a Wonderful Life. John Joe Flutter said, Davesh, what is the most trouble you've ever been in with school work or with your parents? <laughs> I mean it's hard one, Like I'm normally a fairly easy going guy, it doesn't get into a load of trouble. Um, I once played again a Christmas prank on a boss whereby myself and a couple of cohorts got pretty drunk and thought I'd put a Christmas tree in his desk, um, turns out the Christmas tree was far too big um, for the space between his desk and the roof and knocked a load of his roof tiles out onto the desk then also um, he had a whiteboard behind his desk with some weird writing on it um, we thought in a drunken stupor, let's just wipe that clear surely that means nothing we'll wipe the board clear and write happy christmas on it so we did and then the person writing happy christmas laughed in a mouthful of Buckfast that went up the wall smeared everywhere and then I just thought this is a hilarious christmas prank he'll come in be like oh well look what these headers have done see the funny side nah absolutely hated it started a full investigation like who did this i got in touch with the with the the union and was like listen i did that it was only a bit of banter should have just tell them." and they were like nah, s- s- stay, and i was like okay but then you start hearing all the rumors going about being like the desk was trashed there's chinese thrown on it there was beer up the walls i'm like well i didn't do the chinese i would never waste the chinese but then it starts escalating and be like yes somebody somebody shot on his desk somebody did a big fucking stinking shit in his wallet and then and all he's escalating even further you know what i mean like someone set fire to his fucking desk somebody actually fucked his computer screen someone fucked his computer screen so hard their dick went through the screen and they ejaculated all down the back of the wires then they shot on the desk and set the whole office on fire and it just kept escalating and escalating. And then eventually, people were like, Yeah, if someone doesn't come cleaning this, we're just cancelling all office Christmas parties. And I thought, If I am the guy who gets office Christmas parties cancelled, I will be forever looked at as a scumbag. So I eventually just went down, and told the guy. I was like, This is what happened. He was like, Well, if that was what happened, I wouldn't be cross. And I was like, well, that is what happened. And he was like, yeah, but if that was all that happened, I wouldn't be cross. And I went, well, that is all that happened. And he goes, yeah, well, if that was all that happened, I wouldn't. I'd be like, what are you trying to say? And he was like, more than that happened. And I was like, well, I didn't do that. And he was like, well, in that case, that's fine. i like, well, somebody else must hate you because that was only a good natured prank. Somebody else must have come back and just fucked it up because you're a piece of shit. And that's not my problem. You know, so that's what happened. And thankfully, I did think for a long time I'm getting sacked here. But it didn't. I'll never get. I may get sacked. That that would be regrettable. and I never get. I could conceivably get get sacked. But um, that was pretty a lot. Pretty much a lot of trouble and made me very anxious throughout all Christmas. <laughs> so that was um a problem. Kieran Barrett said, "Any tips for somebody thinking about starting their own podcast? Yeah, man, don't bother. It's a waste of your time. No, um." Genuinely, if you want to do a podcast, have something to say, have a reason to do it, because I know when I started this podcast, it was the reason I did it at the beginning was because I didn't have the tools to do other things like make videos or edit videos and and do that. And I needed a way to, I guess, build an audience, get my name out there, produce material on a constant level that you know, I would improve as a comedian. And hey, I certainly have. And um, I did the the podcast in the beginning, like when there's like six people listening. You know, obviously now I have thousands of people listening, which is mental. But at the time, you know, it was like six people listening. And you're going, well, why should you do a podcast if only six people are listening? And it's like because it gets me sharper with stand-up. You know, I'm, I'm doing stuff. I'm saying things. and maybe working out wee bits that might come in become actual bits on stage so to me there was a reason for me doing the podcast for me personally that was my reason first and foremost was to get something out of it also to put consistent content out that I know is not always easy to do like you look at the amount of podcasts that have stopped that have started and stopped their they're on for a couple of weeks and off you know I'm there every week last week I was late with the episode but I still got there I was near my damn deathbed I still got it out because I do believe consistency is vital on building things so yeah work out what it is you want to do Kieran If if you think that anyone wants to listen to you or you have something to say or it will benefit you in any way from just doing it alone at the beginning do it but otherwise you know you need need to get something out of it straight away whether it just be being able to say things or practice bits in my case but then hopefully you know like kevin costner once said if you build it they will come so you know that would be my tip and also try to build it each time like to begin with i started recording into the just my my into my mac with no no mic and then i had to buy a mic and then a had to get a better mic and you just keep cracking up improving the sound quality try to get it to as high quality as you can and just you know get out there but other than that my biggest advice would be just keep sticking at it the amount of people that i've seen drop podcasts because it can be fucked or embarrassing because all you need to do is set a bit of time aside during the week and boom there you go like i'm a i'm a guy who works full time have this other career on top of that i have a young family and i don't really have the hours in the day but I find a way and it keeps me consistent so they that is my tips chris kavanagh said hello father love muscle i hope you've recovered well from your runny bum Um i just wondered where you are in a scale of cock and cow box to abalex to fuck's sake and what would you rate the following um shane taking julian's place in the utv before Corey. well i mean i think i think that's a sad day julian's gone generally like i think julian simmons is an absolute um, icon, he's an absolute uh, staple of Northern Irish telly, and I feel like he's been completely shafted and not in a good way off the off the continuity reading the new TV because it's going too towards ITV. Um, now if Shane took over, I would enjoy it, I would enjoy it a lot, but that would then have repercussions into the fact that we do a show on BBC together, so I'd probably have to stop doing that, which would be shit. Um, but I'd say that was that Shane taking over Julian would be pretty cock and cow, because, I mean, you be it wouldn't be Julian, but it would be better than nothing. Um, Stubbing your toe in the corner of a wall is big fuck's sake. The Holocaust, you know, the Holocaust is, I mean, it's fairly sly. What went on there, you know, those guys were treated pretty pretty unfair. So, I mean, I would say on the basis that the Holocaust was was quite sly, I'll say that's an ah-ballix. It's not, it's not catching your, do- your foot in the door unexpectedly, but it's definitely an ah Um. Oh, a wet sock? I read that as the wet stock, as in, like, I thought it was some sort of, like, you know, accountancy jargon. Hey, what about we, the wet stock this week, brother? You know, no. A wet sock's miserable. It's definitely... Up, Alex. A clean shaven sack is, mm, oh yeah, which is probably better than even the cock and cow box. Um, so, yeah, clean sack, oh yeah. Love as always. I mean, I don't know if that's you signing off, Chris, or if you just want me to say what love is. Love is amazing. Love is the feeling that makes the world go round. There's never an awful love. All you need is love. Love me, tender. Love me, true. All my. Dreams fucking fulfilled or some shit like that. But yeah, I love you too, mate. Appreciate that, and I'll I'll end off with a fuck's sake just for banter. Um, Bradley said if you haven't already, check out the Jim Neury on Facebook and discuss. Right. Okay. Let's have a nosy at this. The Jim, the gym Newry. Um. Hope this doesn't fuck me. Um. For my content on YouTube here, uh, and for those of you listening on the audio here, this is just just great, I'm sure. The gym, Newry, I mean, it, it just looks like a fairly decent gym. Um, oh no, the PSNI are there, or a police, I'm not gonna get into all this you. yeah, but do you, do you appear as a police constable? or a civil civil servant? Do you, do you appear as a police constable or a civil servant? I'm going to ask you Oh, so- no. Hey. Fuck those guys. Fucking argumentative pricks. Um, Yeah, I don't fucking... I, I assume they're just trying to be awkward at police in the video and thinking they're class. You know what? You're in uri so you can fuck off them. Yeah, cheers for that. I just think that... I'm going to watch that after I get myself annoyed of a day. But, yeah, why would you record that? You know, well, clearly there's breaches... Ask, if everyone has to be locked down, everyone has to do it together. But the Jim Urie should boycott that place. There you go. Suck my balls and dick. Um, Cheers for the question, Brandy. Michael Curris said, Hey Dave, was listening to Aaron McCann and Dirt Civil congratulate the NI podcasters for the Spotify performance when I couldn't help but notice a very notable name being missed out, Dave Elliott. Sly or genuine mistake? Well, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to hope it was a genuine mistake because I'm a good friend of Aaron McCann's. I mean, there is a chance that the blood didn't quite get around that big bounce of his to remember um, my name. But listen, it could just be a case of he knows this podcast is killing it. He knows this podcast is a danger. The His We podcast he does with his wee mate that's out every, you know, fucking couple of months or whatever. So fair play to those guys. But um, if he's disrespected me, on a podcast, I will listen out, I will seek it out, and I will destroy him, and he knows more than anybody, if people cross me, it's not a good idea, and if anyone wants to know about that, what I would say is, ask Aaron McCann, if he puts questions on Dirt Civil, what is the curse of Dave Elliott, and he will tell you the curse, because there is a curse surrounding me, and it's one he doesn't want to be part of, brother, Um. Johnny Maxwell says, All right, Brewer, just wondering if you agree with Roy Keane that Arsenal will manage to get enough points to stay up this year. Much love. See, to be honest with you, mate, I do not know. I think Arsenal are the fucking pits. They're miserable to watch. They make me sad. They make me depressed. And it's the same old bastard shit every year. I get a bit of optimism, a bit of hope up, and they just shit all over my face from the commode that is life. You know I don't like it at all, and I think we could do a leads and go down, which would probably make it a bit more banter. To be fair, um, Curtis Kenny said this artist is controlling robots with his sphincter to assist with everyday living. Left the big light on, no problem. Boop. Um, let's see. This article. Go to the page, please, Apple. <laughs> please go to the page, Apple. I don't know why I thought that was like Kitty Price, but let's see. Um, oh no. <clears throat> This man is controlling a robot with his butthole. Danny Plugger's behind. I mean what a great name for a guy that controls things with his arsehole, Danny Plugger. Um, his performance art installment uses a hacked anal probe to drive a little bot around with a sphincter. An artist and an artist. An artist. I mean, we we are viable. <laughs> an artist in the Netherlands claims he can drive a robot around with the power of his sphincter behind offers a unique internet of things, a solution to fully integrate your sphincter muscle into everyday living. I mean, you can't just integrate your sphincter muscle into everyday living by shitting on it you know that's you know what it's there for. use it uh, for that. as part of the challenge set up by the organizations V2, the lab for the unstable media in Rotterdam had to create a previous blah blah using wrong twist. Um, As this is a first and only series, artist Danny Pluggers Behind is inspired by a bizarre piece of 1984 performance art by Stilak, an artist who works typically centered around the idea that human bodies are obsolete. An amplified body, Stilak, hooked himself up to an industrial medical robot and other hardware and was controlled by electrical impulses from his muscles. Um, Please note, there's nothing up his ass. Um... For behind, according to the project page and Pluger's site, he had hacked a commercially available anal electrode probe called Anuform, Anuform probably, and used it to stimulate the anal sphincter muscles and pelvic floor muscles, making them stronger. I mean he's just getting a super arsehole, which is like I mean everyone could do with a stronger arsehole. But yeah, that that's basically I mean interesting story and fair play to him for trying to integrate his anus in that way. Um but yeah, I would, I would be kind, it would be good to have that power. You know, obviously, Elon Musk is talking about wiring people's brains and things, whereas this guy Pluger is just being like, why, fuck, fuck wiring your brain. Wire your arsehole. You know, wire your arsehole and you'll be flying. Um, Andy Lee said, podcast question, after the particularly polarising news of the vaccine being ready and the first people to take it, how ready are you for a Resident Evil Vaxis, virus scenario? Do we get to see Papa Dave in the Alice? Uh, get up from the Resident Evil films, also um, importantly what's your ideal sandwich for lunch, keep the podcast coming, well now you've said so Andy, I think I will keep doing the podcast, thank you for that Um, yeah I mean, like, just inject me, give me whatever you need, I don't care as long as I can get back to normal and recover and be against Covid, I'm all for that, I think we need a vaccine, need to move forward any any, any anti-vaxxers can fuck off too Um. But my ideal sandwich for lunch, a dream Sambo, would probably be chicken tikka, cheese, baguette, you know, boom, just panini it, fucking sexy as fuck that is. Easy, sexy, delicious, maybe some tobacco onions in there. But, I mean, a regular sandwich, just fresh bread, bit of coleslaw, ham and cheese, hard to beat too, isn't it? Um, Nilo said, what would you do as gaffer of Arsenal? Who would you sell and sign Fucking sell half the team. Kolasinac, Mustafi, probably a goalkeeper, needed better goalkeeper. um And just half of them, and just buy players that actually give a fuck. Ozil would sell that miserable bastard as well. Um And on the football topic, Crusaders legend Sean O'Neill has said, who is your favourite between Marty McGee and Emmanuel Adebayor? I think if you ask me who's my favourite between um Marty McGee and anybody, I'd probably just choose anybody. You know, potentially could be the person... Who, you know, even you know, Hitler himself probably had a bit more banter than that guy. Um, but Naomi Mitchell said that this man's soul has left his body, and she sent a link to something. Let's go, Goosey Gander, at the link. Um, it's TikTok. Here we go. And TikTok doesn't open on a computer. What about that? Um, but yeah, I appreciate you sending me that. Unfortunately, Gnome Gnomes, I don't know what that is yet. I'll have to look at it at another time. Chris has said, whatever happened with that NAMA scandal, was it all just um, forgotten about? Yeah, I mean, I do feel like it fairly has been forgotten about. Um, let me see where it's at the last time. Yeah, fully. It was a one one. Peter Robinson wasn't Nama. Let's have a look here. Um, yeah, it's just fully been forgotten about. Peter Robinson's just managed to use all the other fuck ups that have followed Nama and buried it. Fair play to Peter, big Robbo. Lisa, yeah, it's say, can you ever see yourself doing Johnny Cash style gigs in McGarberry? I mean, yes. You know already, I did a bit of Elvis singing earlier. Do a bit of Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming. It's rolling round the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Mugabry. Because I do drugs for the UDA. That's not the version. But yeah, I mean, I could see myself doing a singing concert at MacGabry or stand-up. Yeah, probably. I'd be, I'd, that'd be unique and I'd be up for it. Um, Liam Reynolds has said who'd win in a boxing match. Two-time European Cup winner Martin O'Neill or Philomena Begley with, and Lorraine from the TV programme. Lorraine is a tag team. Philomena Begley. Is she the one from The Voice or just the old school Philomena Begley? Um, no it's Andrea Begley was from The Voice That's Right. So I mean Philomena Begley, I saw her perform with the guy from the Pogues last year on like the late late show, and it was the worst performance ever. Both those guys were reanimated corpses, so I'm saying it's just being Martin O'Neill versus Lorraine. So I'm backing Martin O'Neill to take that. And the last question <clears throat> is from Phil McC. And he said, "Was reading about Kim Jong Un's diet: Emmental cheese, Cristal Kobe beef, Bordeaux wine, and Brazilian coffee. Reminded me of a certain Papa physique. Am I wrong? I mean, listen, that's a very, very me style diet. Um, and Kim Jong Un and I have a lot in common in that we're fat, swagged out fuck boys. So I mean, yeah, I would fairly, fairly believe it. Um, considering the hardships to which the people of North Korea are routinely subjected, Kim's eating habits." feel a little unproductive the truth is however the man's diet represents the most clear-cut demonstrations of his regime's hypocrisy hypocrisy yeah imported cheeses i mean listen if you're a boss dog like him you're you're a dictator you're getting emmental cheese he loves emmental swiss cheese he loves sushi go ahead shark fin soup and kobe steak kobe steak I'd be more into not so much shark fin soup he loves a brazilian coffee russian vodka i mean is there other vodka Cristal, of course from Francais, Delicieux, um, and he- listen, I'm a big Hennessy fan, I have a lot of Hennessy down there beside Maui Drinks Globe, which you can't see here because obviously the way the camera is set, and nice Bordeaux wines, I mean, a bit of me thinks me and Kimmy would get along pretty well, you know, I watched the... Um, or was it the interview with the film that he did or that he did the film was about Kim jong in the comedy with like um, Seth Rogen he said Joe Rogan may as well be Joe Rogan but it was 10 out of 10 he was great and yeah I think myself and Kim have a lot in common guys speaking of a lot in common that for <coughs> me is the end you can tell I'm still a bit sick so I'm a bit under the weather that's the end of this week's option oh, should I knock the table there this week's Slag Guy podcast We'll be back in the studio next week, so please, if you haven't already, rate and review the podcast. Share it out there in your stories. I want the word to spread. I want to be in people's Spotify rap next year, all right? So spread the word, keep doing the good thing, and enjoy the podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe to Patreon. It's a really good time over there, much more personable. And as well, if you use any Manscaped products and use the code, all caps, Sly Guy. Let me know and you'll be in with a chance to win some free Slack Eye merchandise from me. Guys, take care. Godspeed. Sleep tight. I'm the Slack Guy.